Illegal use of the hands on the offense. 10-yard penalty. Repeat first down. Go Cougars! Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend. A brand new intro just for today. We've got a very special guest coming our way today, folks. It's media day for Brigham Young University football, and we have scored a coup. We are going to have BYU football coach Bronco Mendenhall and his lovely wife, Holly, will be joining us to talk about smart life, smart love, smart relationships. And uh, so they'll be joining us in a few minutes to uh, enlighten us. I think it's going to be a good day for him because he won't have to talk football. He's being grilled right now by some <laughs> of the sports talk radio guys. They're yeah. probably asking him all about buck linebackers and X, X blocks and f- different formations. And Everywhere he turns, he's, he's got been doing a football that since, question. You know, 10 a.m. this morning. So we're gonna we may stun him because we're gonna talk about marriage, his kids, how you keep a relationship alive. He's got a lot of questions coming. This will either be really easy or the hardest interview of the day. <laughs> I have a feeling it'll be easy for him, especially too because his wife Holly's going to be joining us and. Uh, she knows she she gets this family thing pretty well. So I think she's going to she'll be the master of that. So that's coming up an interview with Holly and Bronco Mendenhall in just a few minutes. Again, we're so excited and appreciative that he's willing to to do that with us. But before we do, I wanted to just uh, you know, talk about a little bit of the pressure that comes. So here we have you know, a, a, a well-known person in, in the football community. He has an incredible record. He, uh, how much, What was the final number that we figured out there, Ben, of his wins? Uh, 74 and 29. 74 wins, 29 losses in his career. It's a pretty amazing uh, career in and of itself. And what I'm thinking is when we, you know, when, when we're talking to him, it's it's got to be a ton of pressure. It's got to be a ton of expectation to have all of these people all of the 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 people paying big money to BYU football are all wanting wins 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 and then all of a sudden when we come right down to it you know he's still got to run a family he's still got to run a life he's still got to raise his kids he's still got to move he's recently moved so we're going to talk to him pick his brain about that and um, one of the things that I really wanted to get into today um, and talk a little bit, too, was with, with Holly, the pressure of it all. How do you manage and debrief? How do you, in fact, every one of you out there driving, if you've just been driving truck for 12 hours, you finally come home after a four-day stint, you're stressed, you're exhausted, you don't want to come in, and, but, you know, then your wife's going to want to talk. Hey, how you doing, hon? How was the day? How was the game? Why did you get so mad? Were you mad at that person? Uh, what did you actually say to that? <laughs> what did you actually say to the policeman when he pulled you over in another state? So they deal with the real life issues that we do, and I think what's really powerful is, uh, especially about Bronco, is that he has—he's not just your run-of-the-mill kind of coach. Bronco has a philosophy, and Bronco has a an approach to life that I really um, think we want to learn from. So we're going to be having them on. And um, what I think we ought to do is this. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have Bronco Mendenhall, BYU's football coach, and his wife, Holly, joining us for a little bit of Smart Life, Smart Love on the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be back right here on BYU Radio. Astronomers found a measuring ruler that can reach the next galaxy. How does that work? 
This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories of revolutionary ideas, emerging technologies, and the people behind the concepts that shape the future. If you've ever seen surveyors working, you'll have noticed they work in pairs. One surveyor using a device to line up on a target held some distance away by his assistant. Now imagine you're an astronomer, and what you're surveying is deep space. You have no assistant out there with a known target at a known distance. How do you know what's nearer and what's farther away? Astronomers had tried for a century to compute the distance to the next closest galaxy, called the Large Magellanic Cloud. Estimates were very rough until an international team of astronomers found their pair of surveyors in space. For most of a decade, the project studied eight special pairs of stars orbiting each other, called binaries. Not just any binary stars, though, but red giants, much larger yet dimmer than our own sun. By watching the change in brightness as the red suns eclipsed each other, timing their orbits, size, and distance, then matching that against other stellar data, the new distance to our neighboring galaxy is now known to be 163,000 light years and still expanding, give or take 2%. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side, and it's I'm honored to have in the studio with me and on the phone uh, in the studio, Bronco Mendenhall, the, the real coach. <laughs> I'm just the relationship coach, Bronco. And maybe in a weird way, more importantly, Holly on the phone from Montana. Holly, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Thank you. Thanks. Good. It's so great to have you. And, um, you know, you're up there, I guess, on the ranch having fun. <laughs> yeah, we're up here playing. I'm going to go out and judge a horse show in a minute. Are Our you? boys have been each given a horse for the week, and they've been training them, and we're going to have a horse show. How fun. <laughs> now, is do, do, you miss, uh, do you miss Bronco not being there? <laughs> you know, be able to answer no, correctly on no. this one. Yeah, no, I don't miss him up here because I know he's involved down there. Yeah. So, you, 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 you know? Yeah. Did you have any idea, Holly, what you were getting yourself into? None. Absolutely none. I, I uh, and I, you know, he tried to warn me, but I don't think you can really warn someone no. of that. You just kind of have to jump in and sink or swim, you know, well, but no, I had no idea. You had no idea. And I think that's what's so interesting about the life. You guys have lived... Where? Or Oregon State, Snow College, North, what, Northern, oh, that's where you played, Northern Arizona, Oregon State, Louisiana Tech, New Mexico, BYU. Yeah, yep, yep. It's just kind of part of the deal, you know. But I have to say that we have not moved as much as a lot of our friends. Haven't you? And we've got friends that move all over the country every year or two. And um, so we've been really, really lucky that we've been able to stay significant amounts of time in, in a couple of spots. So yeah. You know, one of the things about our show, you guys, that's different is we don't we're not going to ask you sports questions because quite honestly, <laughs> <That's what they laughs> it, it, and, it's, and it might be more freaky because you, you now you got to deal with it. But I think what I see as an outsider about you two is you you're not just you don't just live life. You actually have a philosophy of how you live life. Right, Bronco? Yeah, we, we certainly try. And, and it's just so much fun to, to listen to Holly because there's balance. Um, 
even though I've I've got this incredible job, I should say we have this incredible job and demands. You can already tell from Holly how authentic and how grounded. Yeah. And so it's really, um, it's fun. And so what we try to do is serve as much as possible, teach our boys the value of service. Um, we, we work hard to keep our family and our faith intact and do the best we can in terms of open communication lines and, and diversity of interests. All yeah. three of our boys are so different. But I've also learned and... and why Holly's in Montana, we've worked really hard to allow each other to have personal growth. And so, yeah, I'm busy with camps. There's no reason why she can't be in Montana no. with the kids and, and having a fantastic time. Yeah, and she's a she's a travel nut. No question. Like, she, <laughs> Holly, you go everywhere. <laughs> I do. I love, I do. But I think that's education, you know. Yeah, I love totally. to go see the world, and, and that's how you learn about other cultures and not be quite so, you know, stuck in your own little little bubble. I, I was, think you need to get out and yeah. you know, appreciate life. And, and you take and your boys. You for sure want the boys to go. Even if Bronco's not going, you want the boys <laughs> to see it. Yeah, I do. In fact, I said, hey, I think the boys are old enough because we took a break. You know, when I was having kids, we didn't travel quite as much. And I think I said, let's go take them to France. Yeah. And he said, well, I can't go. I, did he so say I, I can't go mom. or I don't want to go there? Well, yeah. He said, uh, yeah, probably a little bit of both. Yeah. And so I said, well, I'm going to call my mom. So we took the boys and we cycled all over the Loire Valley, and he was probably like, "Holy cow! I better, you know, I better go." No, no, there's, there's, there's more to this story. Let, let me let, let me weigh in on Let's this. Let's hear the story. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my brothers all uh, love motorcycles and, and Harley Davidsons, etc. So we have a, a one week each year where we we uh, hop on Harleys and ride to Santa Cruz, and I have another brother that's there. And so Holly says, "Well, I might take a trip as well." So I was thinking that might mean to like Bryce National Park or yeah. Zion's or something. I didn't know it was going to be France. So I'm, I'm riding my motorcycle <laughs> Harley to, France. To, to San Diego or to California. And Holly calls me and says, well, we're on our way to France. And You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Hold how does it. that happen? Hold it. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, that is, but that's, that's kind of what you're saying, the, the diversity that she's a big girl. Yeah. She can go handle it. She can yeah. take it on. And it's and, her passion. And, and, and who am I to, um, because we're married, to, to limit her personal growth and progress and freedom and things that, that fill her cup. Yeah. And, and it's okay for those to be different and at different times. Yeah. And we're completely faithful and unified and supportive of each other. And there are times where we're, we're not in the same place at the same time, but we're both enjoying it. And that's great. And you trust each other. And yeah. I mean, that's what I see. What were you going to say, Holly? Well, no, because I mean, sometimes it's good for both of us. I mean, you know, when, he, I mean, he, he loves to go to the beach and do his thing. And I love to do that. But sometimes I want to go do have some culture. And so we're, we're still individual people as well, you know? Yeah. Well, and the, the other thing for us, if, if you went on like our personality profiles, Holly is off the chart extroverted. Is she? I'm off the chart introverted. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> and, and so what, what gives Holly energy is to be around people and travel and culture and watching others and interaction. And, yeah. and I could be on my surfboard or fly fishing with no one else around and I'm liking it. You're and in so heaven. The more we understand about each other, the more we support um, what powerful. is good for each other. Well, see, because on the yeah. show, all the time, that's what we're bringing up is we're all different anyway. Marriage is, marriage is a tough thing no matter who you are, right? And, right. and I, even, I actually get to see a lot of past players that are struggling with their wives. And it, so to me, it's exciting to know that their coach, their leader, and their wife and the, the mom of the team – that you're, you get it. You're walking your talk. That's huge. Another thing that well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a battle. You know, I mean, light, marriage is, is putting oh. two individual people together that yeah. are completely different. I don't care who you are. No. Nobody has a perfect situation. Right. Nobody does. No. Yeah. Everyone has their battles and their junk. You well, know, you just have to 
trudge through and do the best you can and learn and make it work. And then yours is high profile. So you can't even have private junk. You've got public <laughs> junk. You can't even go to yeah, dinner really without everyone's like, isn't that. that Bronco and Holly? Are they not talking? Why aren't they talking? So here, here's what happens after I think yeah. it was like the third year on the job. Holly decided that vacationing in the U.S. wasn't enough. <laughs> She's um, got to get to We have to go out of the country yeah. so our junk isn't as public. That's true. But there's also it's a cultural true. element. So we're getting away from the um, visibility of our junk and getting culture. So we're kind of uh-huh. doing two things at once. <laughs> That's that, and plus you're BYU, and you know the the LDS <laughs> Church is everywhere. So you can't really go anywhere without some BYU fan saying Bronco. So Holly, make sure that I, I. I didn't realize that. Does that drive I, you that crazy? Was, you know, new to me. Yeah. <laughs> that was new to me. I just didn't know that that would be coming because oh. I'm not from down there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, holy cow. Yeah. So, you didn't know that. But it, people he, don't know who we are. I don't. People don't know who the boys and I are. If we're not with Bronco, we can. Oh, you don't get it. Does, does that bother but, but, so, you? We don't so, get it without him. But here, here's the Me? thing: is so yeah. Holly starts noticing um, before well, I don't we. I tr- like to always be the wife. Second, honey. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't always like to be the wife. Quiet, Bronco. Oh, I'm, I'm used to that. Yeah, you're, you're cutting. You're 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 not. I mean, I, I don't always like to be the the, the second. Wife, you know? Yeah, you're a human yeah. with your own identity. Yeah, exactly. you're not just Bronco. Exactly. Bronco's bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hard. So you know. So, so but, but it's okay. So based on visibility, Holly, one time we're flying back from vacation, and I'd I'd uh, I'd grown a Fu Manchu while I was out surfing, and, <laughs> and she said, "Are you going to actually go on the plane with that?" You can't look and, like and that, I, Bronco. She said, you, absolutely not. And so she scolded me like she's my mom. Isn't that you funny? Shave that, shave that. Yeah. and wear. You've got to wear a nicer nicer yeah. clothes. She's looking out for me, but it was if like I'm going she, out with you in public, you're not looking like yeah, that. She finally got it. Like, okay, Isn't now I get funny? this thing. So shape up, will you, pal? Tell me, tell me about daddy role. So you've got three boys. Yeah. What are the yeah. uh, Raider, Cutter, and Breaker? breaker. I yeah, guess they're, they're all verbs, right? And, yeah, they're Ur. They call them the Ur brothers. The Ur brothers. <laughs> What, brothers. Yeah. Holly, fill me in. What's Bronco like as a dad? Like when you see him, do you ever you know, see him go head coach on your oh, kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and sometimes I have to say, you know what? We're not your players. You know, I'm not your secretary. <laughs> yeah. Do you and, make him you know, run laps? This is, this is home, and so you go have a timeout, and then when you're ready, we can, you know. Yeah. But but no, he's he's good. I mean, he's got a you know he's got a good drive when he comes home, and he can kind of decompress and yeah. Um, and we, the kids are all very different. And so what I love about Bronco is he's great at really um, reading each child for how unique they are. And um, That's a good coach, isn't it? I try and carve carves out the differences in the kids because they're very different. And it's hard for our kids. We have three boys, and so they all say, oh, are you the future linebacker of BYU? And, uh, you know, so um, everyone's compared, so, aren't they? They're all put in yeah, this box. Yeah. I mean, one yeah. might be and a dancer one, or one might yeah, be and, a and, and, comedian exactly. or something. And it's just like, so sometimes there's, some stuff like that. Bronco is fantastic about wanting the boys to be their own person and develop their own unique, special, you know, talents that we've all been given. And so I love, I love that about him. And you know, it's hard to carve time out for all the kids. But like me being up here in Utah, we couldn't bring our oldest, and so he and Bronco have just had a fantastic time while Father, I'm son up time. here. Yeah, just really spending some time together. And he's 13, so he needs that time with his yeah. dad. And so plus they can uh, grow beards you know. together. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we Cutter and I um we, we were saying uh we, we take turns at night saying our prayers and 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 so it was his turn a couple nights ago and so he's saying his prayers and, and he was saying thanks Father in heaven for letting dad and I be room dogs while mom's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was like great. that's priceless. Room I mean, dogs. Yeah. 
Don't you wonder yeah, what they're I eating, either. Holly? <laughs> <laughs> well, Cutter called today and said, I don't know what to eat. I'm hungry, Mom. Like, well, Dad never you know, makes yeah. me. It, right. You're there and I'm here. So I guess you better figure it out. But, that's uh, um, that's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, this is a side of you that <laughs> I love to see. I mean, I actually I actually respect it even more than our roles. I mean, family is first. And so, so explain yes. what that means. to. I mean, we I see it all the time on the field. Dads that can't let it go. And it's always football and it's or it's always a sport or it's or moms that it's about grades or whatever. It, it, it's both of you. Explain to us what does family mean to the Mendenhalls? Family really means honestly that it means making sacrifices and, and um, concessions in all areas. And um, there's probably a, there are a lot of things that I don't do with Bronco that I could do because someone has to be there for our three boys. He's gone a lot. And so it's about the quality time that you have together. Sometimes it isn't the quantity time. But when we're together, we're together. We don't have TV on and we're not doing a lot of the media stuff. We're just hanging out. We're, That's great. Um, just being together and communicating. So um, I really, really think that we really strive to put our family first. It's powerful. And, and that's really hard. It's really oh, hard. Oh, in this world, again, it's and hard it, for everyone, let alone. And you've got teams and, and commitments and all that stuff. And sometimes, and, and I know we've tried to do that with traveling with to the games, with the football yeah. um, team. And we've we've taken our boys with us on to the away games. And that has been fantastic for our little five-some unit because during the season, the boys just don't see their dad. And so it's yeah, you know, you maybe it's only keep 24, it. 36 hours, you know, but it's um, time and but that means missing soccer games and telling coaches where well, we're going here. And to a lot of people, oh, you're going to the Notre Dame game. Wow. You know, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> to them, it's the coolest it, thing. And honestly, I think a lot of that is lost on our boys. I bet it is. It's just work, huh? It is. They're used to it. You know, I, I mean, you know, when we went to Cowboy Stadium, my son was commenting how he thought that fishing in Montana that summer had been cooler than that. Isn't that? And that was huge. That's great. Yeah, that's a kid that with perspective, huge. though, right? I mean, that's... He gets. He's getting the message that family's first. Yeah, we had been we had been fishing, and this huge osprey swooped down and grabbed a fish right out of the boat. Oh, how cool! And so as we're driving down the tunnel in the bus, I said, "You know, breaks. This is really a neat experience for your dad. You know, this is a big game, and it's the first time in the stadium." And that's when you, know, you took the quarterback the out. That's right. Going, yeah, going down in the tunnel, and and he just looked at me and said, "There's no way this is cooler than that osprey grabbing that fish." <laughs> Out of a boat, that's and I so just cool. like puffed up with pride. Yeah. I was like, "That's way." But it's yeah, it is perspective. So, but some of that too is when you do something so much, you don't think it's so. Yeah. it's just a job. As much. The, yeah. the, the fun yeah. thing for us with our boys too is, um, as Holly mentioned, they're all three very different, and I I love to read and have a passion. And my oldest son loves the performing arts, uh, drama, really, um, singing, playing the saxophone, cool. music. He's currently in a play. Um, he loves that part, and so so many times for him, he was getting asked, "Well, are you going to be a football player like your dad, etc." We actually then, because he was disarmed by that, and so we spent time as a family practicing responses, and it Great. was so much yeah. fun to see him empowered. And so he simply has an, a, a canned response now that he feels powerful, and that just means, "No, we have uh, enough football in my family," and that puts an end to it. And how is he's back to being him? I'm me. Uh, it's interesting, yeah. yeah. But you, but you actually, yeah. again, you drilled. I mean, you, yeah. you did some drills, some practices. And, and to practice the giving him the yeah, power to now he's not reactionary. He, that is, he is in control of when that question comes, he can get on with his life. And he doesn't have to feel bad about yeah. not being a football player. And, you, and empowers. So now he yeah. actually knows how to say it. Is that the coach in you? Oh, uh, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, the is coach. that just you? You knew I, he needed a system. I, I, th- I think it's. I think it's the father, and I yeah. think it's the compassion 
of he's not me. I don't want him to be me. I want him to explore and find out who he is. And Holly and I have both seen he loves drama. He loves music. He loves he the theater. Up. And that he he just is embracing that. And my son Breaker, if he could spend the entire summer outside with no shirt on, being mungy and muddy with dogs <laughs> and fishing poles and chasing toads, he, he's good. And if, yeah. if Raider could could um, be the X game superstar and do 360s on his skateboard in a half pipe, then he's, he's, he's great. Happy as and ever. all he wants to do, if you want to organize a sport, he has no interest. If he can have free time to be and explore himself. And so who am I to say they no. ought to be football people? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, really. Well, our society has so much emphasis, overemphasis on athletics and Don't sports. Don't you think? Exactly. And, and I, I do. And I wish, I keep saying this to Bronco, how can I as a mom and a parent fight this? increase in society on the emphasis of sports yeah because as 10 years old and nine years old do our children have to choose the sport they want to play right yeah and do they have to travel all over the country and do they have to not be able to do other things because of this it's just so backwards yeah it is and it's really really hard because you kind of have to get in the groove and play if you're thinking of playing at all or you're not going to read in the right t- channel or it's political or blah 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 you know it's all mm-hmm. this garbage and it is so frustrating to think that you're kind of sucked into that and I, I don't really know how to fight it i'm always saying to bronco how do i do this well, do i think I you just raised it you're no. fighting it right there by bringing it out and saying well, no. well and we are fighting it because it. um my boys are missing rugby games breakers missing a couple uh, uh at least six baseball games mm-hmm. while they're in montana but holly and i we we allowed the boys to choose and they wanted to play yeah and for us to say time with their mom in montana to explore and experience something else as opposed to doing that if they don't end up making the high school team because of that yeah um, so be it. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. And it's about them being good people, you know, and being producing citizens in society and giving back. And it's not just about playing sports. No. And, you know, if you look statistically, Bronco can tell you all those statistics about kids that end up playing, you know, whether it's high school, college. Yeah. NFL, what's really, yeah. Who's going to actually get out it, of their pro? It is. Yeah. And then what do those kids do right. after? So many of the players that Bronco has, they, they don't know what to do after no, college I, falls over. I think I've met a bunch of them. all they've done, yeah, since the age of like 10. Yeah. They have no hobbies. They have no interests. They're no longer the it person. Yeah. And so who am I and what defines me? I mean, wh- wh- who am I as an individual because I don't, you know, I, this is no longer part of my life. And so it's just, uh, I, I really am trying to be careful of that. But man, it's kind of like fighting an uphill battle. It is. Well, this what to everyone me, does is what they talk about. Well, you know? this goes back to, the I think, the Mendenhall philosophy. Like, you guys, you, Bronco, make a big deal, and I know you take Holly to go do these firesides. You don't have to. So those that are out there that don't know what Bronco does, but when BYU football team shows up to Notre Dame, they also schedule events where the Bronco, Holly, and the football players will go have a fireside, which is where they just go share their spiritual feelings, their beliefs about God, and they give back to the community that way. And that's What's the, that about? That's the idea is we're, we're not going just to be the featured event on the football field. Right. We're actually going to give back and provide a message of substance and value to those in life that have the same challenges we do. And it makes a lot more sense as you focus on being thankful for the opportunity to be on this planet, how you might help others, yeah. and be thankful for the blessings that you have. And I spoke to just a group of campers yesterday, and I was telling them that um, the game of football is carrying a piece of leather across a line. <laughs> what value does that have in the eternal perspective? Right. Unless you're doing that to possibly teach values that could help other people. Right. If not, it's only about you. 
And if it's only about you, those are the most um, unhappy people I've ever met. And what we don't want our boys or each other to feel is that what we do defines who we are. We'd Mm -hmm. rather have who we are um, be um, authentic and come across in everything we do. And so I believe that I'm um, first and foremost a, a husband and father and Christian and someone that cares deeply about my faith and that that can't be manifest through football if that wasn't the case, then I, I shouldn't be coaching. Yeah, right. Because um, it would make no sense. Then it's just a game about a piece of leather across a line yeah. and how much money. And these kids that go to the NFL, the statistic is simply this. If they play three years or longer in the NFL, 70% of those kids leave the league divorced, bankrupt, a substance abuser, and disabled. Oh, all four heavens. of them. Wow. All four of those how qualities. Yeah. And, and that's where all our focus really goes. Sad. Get them there. Get them there. Yeah, get them exactly. There. And, and exactly. The amount of money they pay for the tickets, the fans to watch, and and my my uh, my young player Ziggy Ansa, mm-hmm. fifth pick overall in the draft, he'll make twenty million dollars because oh, he can sack a guy that has a piece of leather, yeah. and not let him get it across the line. That's right. But what if, what if he's living his life in a manner and reaching out to others in that community, and they'll listen to him because he's wearing a Detroit jersey? Possibly he can instill values saying, this is what I do. It's not who I am, and this is far more important. Then it starts making more sense. And we believe, Holly and I as a family, that that who we are is manifest um, through that. If it's through what we do that can teach. Yeah. That's even better. Oh, that's amazing. Well, and that's why you also push tradition, spirit, honor. You can't go around BYU campus without hearing. Those are the principles you're trying to get them to get in their heart, instilled in their heart. And really, even for a family, if you were to apply those three principles, tradition of uh, where did my family come from? Yeah, who's my grandpa? What, what sacrifices did they make? What did they give up to come to this mm-hmm. country? And can you honor those family members? The spiritual component, meaning also honoring where we came from yeah. and where we're going back to. And the honor simply means how you conduct yourself on a daily basis. And if our program, if you could say BYU and not have tradition, spirit, honor, somehow attached to it, then I still have a lot of work to do yeah. about what our program really means. Um, and But more importantly than that, when I go home every night, um, I have a, a Holly and the boys that, man, I just can't wait to see. And, and I feel more fulfilled in that role than anything I can do because I'm now not seeking praise of the world. I, I'm just wanting to be home and, and contribute to a it's family. Be dad. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it'd be so nice yeah. to hang your whistle up and just be dad. <laughs> And and husband and father. <laughs> What's fun is Holly reminds me of that. And she, she, if I'm acting that way, she says, she, like she said, I, we're we're not your team, and I'm not your secretary. So go have time out. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna call a time out. Personal foul on Bronco Mendenhall. <laughs> Holly, tell me about the um, tell me about the foundation. That when I saw an article where you talked about that, and that you seem to light up completely when you talk about that no, foundation. I just. I, yeah, well, again, it goes back to the service component, and, um, you know, my learning curve has been, I have a French degree, mm-hmm. and so I, I had no, no, yeah, no idea what we were doing. I just wanted to give back, and so I, I felt really strongly that we needed to do this to teach our children how to give back, and so when the Thursday's Heroes just seemed a natural anchor for that, and so we started the foundation, and I think it took Bronco a little bit to catch the vision because he's so busy and yeah. so much going on that sometimes he's just like, you know what, I can't even One more thing. put a thought yeah. into that. Exactly. It's adding to his pile. But um, so it's, you know, we, we, um, we have started it and slowly just grown with it. And we've tried different events. We're continuing to kind of reach out and do different things. And it's really just been a process of, of learning how to serve others, learning how to give, 
to give back. And I really just, I haven't wanted it to grow to be too big because I want to give, um, you know, I'd love to give a hundred percent back yeah. of what we, what, what we're, what we earn, what we are able to fundraise to the program. And so, um, you know, it's the, just, uh, it, it's a way to, it, it's been a huge growth experience for me and I've, I've loved it. The foundation gives to whom, who, who are the recipients of the well, foundation? Right now the, the, the foundation is the Holly and Bronco men and health foundation, yeah. but uh, the anchor of that foundation is Thursday's heroes. And so, you know, Bronco has a program uh, throughout the football season. So there's about 15 a year that um, our, our children, uh, adults, whatever, that have uh, significant life challenges, and they are huge BYU fans. And so it's kind of like a – it's not a true make-a-wish type thing, but yeah. they're but, somehow nominated by someone. They come in and they spend – A day with Thursday, the team. Typically. Yeah, they go to practice and get a tour of the facilities and that kind of thing. And we've been working on a grant program where if those people have needs, they can – um, apply to us for a grant. You know, it would be hard for us to touch their medical bills. We can't do things yeah, like right. that. Yeah, right. That's hard. We could help them maybe remodel a bathroom for a handicapped child, or um, if they were terminal, maybe they could go on a final family vacation. You mm. know, various smaller things that we could do. Kind of happy money, really. And I guess part of it, too, is what they do with that money. Maybe I'm not the one to judge. But um, so that's that's kind of where we are. I'd love to grow it more uh, to do more things. But I really wanted it to be local. I wanted it to be something that we could give back right here. But if people yeah, want to get involved with that, they can go to broncomendenhall.com, right? And there, yes, there yeah. are ways to contribute and ways to get involved, and there's rides. You guys have so many activities. Climb yeah, the Y kind of stuff. Well, our next ride is called the Hero Ride, and that's going to be August 31st. Cool. And that's the day of our first game, and it's a bicycle ride. You can do 30, 60, or 100 miles. Wow. From Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Can you so, just watch yes. <laughs> and donate? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can I drive it? I'll drive the 90. <laughs> Isn't that pathetic? I'd rather just pay and just drive it. Why well, go to all the work? Oh, that's funny. You yeah, guys. So there's lots of fun things. I, I think it's, um, I think you're a neat couple. Um, but I, I want to know something. Okay, Bronco, think of Holly. Yep. It's pretty cool, by the way, Holly. When when we when he listens to you talk, I don't know if you I don't know if he does this at home, but here he smiles. He just he's loving hearing you talk. Is that normal? I'm goofy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's just goofy. You know. Well, I don't think he knows what to do with me part of the time. But no. But it's almost like he just loves hearing you lead. Maybe it's like let her lead. Well, here's the thing: is that I've spent my entire day talking about football. Yeah. From eight this morning till right now on TV, on ESPN, on radio, etc. And what my passion is is it's through football, but yeah. it's talking about family, it's talking family about and faith. These principles. And, and so here's my here's my partner <laughs> just going for it. And you know how refreshing that is in this I day no, I that bet. I actually am grounded back to yeah, back to who what I matters. am anyway. Yeah. yeah, isn't that great? It's fun. But see, again, the world doesn't teach this. And um, so here's what I want to know something, and, and I've got questions forever, but here we go. I want to know what you love most about Holly. Oh, that's easy. Oh, really? So, so, so Holly is absolutely authentic, meaning that um, she is herself. She knows who she is and is completely grounded in um, what matters most. Yeah. And, and the most welcoming so because of that authenticity uh, folks gravitate toward her and she is the best listener and the best caregiver and compassionate person that i've ever witnessed and wherever we go 
their if we fly on an airplane somewhere, Holly will know everything about that person. They'll be exchanging emails, yeah. family pictures. Coming for dinner. Might yeah. We we have a family vacation plan together maybe with them and <laughs> if I were sitting next to them, I'm in my book and there's zero contact Isn't that at all. Great? And, but she is just a, a radiates yeah. um a, this welcoming and and compassionate and listening and um and um, outreach that is just so warm, and I love that. Well, and what a great blessing that you – that's who you're tied to forever. So yeah. you now – it's like – it's almost like God saying, hey, Bronco, yeah. learn something, pal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, going to take me a lot this. longer. I mean, it's, it's like – and she's uh, – I, I She's think patient Holly, enough to do it. Too. Yeah, and Holly has a much tougher job than I do um, with the visibility of being the head football coach, but she's on the front lines with the kids – and at church, whether we play well or not, yeah. here's all the garbage. Oh, and and she's battling all that, but on my behalf, but also teaching along the way, uh-huh. saying to folks, really? That's I mean, where we're going It's there. a football game. Yeah. Let um, it go. Yeah. Let it go. Um, Holly, what would you say? What what What's your favorite thing? That, and what's your favorite thing? And what do people not see about Bronco? I mean, there's there's so much just that's not even real that's out there. <laughs> What what is it that we don't really see and know about Bronco Mendenhall? We lost her back. Did we lose her? Yeah, her oh, they're calling her back. See what happened, Bronco? She she's bailed. I, I, I think like, I think she hit um, hang up on purpose so she could think about that question yeah. and she's then. Like, oh, don't make me she, answer. Yeah, she, she might be like um, going through a walk and trying to get in tune with nature before she answers <laughs> she's like that one. Calling her mom. What <laughs> yeah. should I say, mom? Bronco, how did you meet her? Oh, it's a great one. Um, in the, so we had mutual friends in the horse business. I grew up breaking and training horses. Holly's family was in the horse business. And we each had a friend, um, a family friend named the Summer Hayes, that the Summer Hayes knew Holly's family and my family. And they said, you know, we ought to get these two together. These two are great. I'm in Utah. She's in Montana. So we meet at a wedding reception. That's um, The whole thing is orchestrated. Yeah. And we date off and on long distance for a year. I'm at Oregon State University at this time. She's at Montana doesn't really work. Um, that would be a whole other conversation is to find out why, because we have different opinions <laughs> different on views. that. But she's not on the phone, so no, you can make it. Exactly one. right. So listen to my version. <laughs> but anyway, we, we break up, and 10 years later, um, with no contact, um, we have the same gate in Salt Lake City at an airport. No way. I'm flying out of this gate. She's flying in to the gate. And her story at this point is that she was shocked because um, – well, she saw someone with an Oregon State coat on, and she'd followed me a little bit and knew I was coaching there, but I was sitting reading a book. Of course. <laughs> and and so she looked at that and was like, oh, he's matured. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, he's grown up. Yeah, My exactly. little boy's grown up. <laughs> exactly. He's now ready for me. Right. Is that right? Basically that, yeah. yeah. And, and so that's... Then um, you, you saw each other and you talked. We talked. Started dating. We, we, we walked, yeah, we walked up and down the, whatever you could, not the tarmac. The concourse. The concourse, yeah. yeah. And... So a year later, we were married, and I was 31, wow. and Holly's 30. Perfect. And um, we, then we waited for two more years before having children to have life experiences together and really develop our relationship. And it's been just absolutely phenomenal. And um, we've great. made it work. Yeah. yeah. Is she back on? We can't get her back. So, so what, one other thing yeah. that the folks ought to know about Holly, which is which is pretty amazing. So Holly owned her own adventure travel company when yeah. we were married, and I'd just been fired um, at uh, at Oregon State. Um, and so we get married. She's hired. Or she's marrying a fired football coach. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> she owns her own business in Montana, travel adventure travel, which is her passion, yeah. etc. 
I then get a job at Louisiana Tech University. Holy cow. Ruston, Louisiana. Oh, man. Our honeymoon is spent in a rider truck driving <laughs> from Missoula, Montana to Ruston, Louisiana. Romantic. We... Uh, I pick out the house without her seeing it in Louisiana, which is a huge risk, by <laughs> the way, a, for anyone. I don't mistake. recommend it. Yeah. yeah. So we go. I show up to the office, and I get this frantic phone call. True story. And she says, uh, could you get home right now? And I'm like, oh, what, what's <laughs> what happened? happened? And literally, uh, members of the Ku Klux Klan <gasps> are on the um, unloading crew Moving you in. They're the and, welcoming committee. And, and they're saying, You're their first question is, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about oh, And they're no. using really foul language, et cetera. And she's wondering, what okay, I'm giving up adventure here? travel, my yeah. life's passion Montana. in Montana. <laughs> we end up selling the company, her travel company, to work in Ruston, Louisiana um, oh, man. for a loss of $250,000. So we start our marriage a quarter million dollars in debt, and Holly makes it work. The entire time, she writes a book on budgeting. Um, we're living on less than we do in college, but we're having a great time. Yeah. I'm riding my bicycle to work. We're having top ramen. <laughs> She's got envelopes with cash in it for each thing, and when it's gone, it's gone. And within a matter of three years, we're completely out of debt. In the meantime, I don't know this at the time, she's paying additional tithing and fast offerings in serving to give back without telling me yeah. while we're a quarter million dollars in debt with a smile on her face. Seriously. And never tells me. And so she's an amazing woman. She is amazing. And she didn't even hear that, yeah. Bronco. I've, I've told it before. Well, we'll send it to yeah. her. <laughs> That'd be good. But that, like, again, the faith, which is this is all your, these are your principles, no faith question. and family. And yeah. interestingly, where does football fit? Football's last. Um, in fact, I've received a lot of criticism. I know. What's the order? for? Because I mean, well, to there, me, that's never said. No, there's uh, football's fifth in, in my mindset. And what I tell folks is, so um, I actually put family first. Um, then my faith. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're close. Then after that, it, it goes right to education. How much knowledge can we gain? Yeah. Because that knowledge, if gained, means you can be a more appropriate servant to other mm-hmm. people. Well, and it would have blown up the Ku, the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then right after that, it's friends. Um, wow. And I don't have many in this circle that I'm running or they're conditional. Yeah. Holly has tons. But those are lasting and vibrant relationships that really, I think, can empower others and give them a, a, a great boost in their day. And Holly's great at that. I get to do it through teaching mm-hmm. um, on a daily basis. And then after that, it's really delivering those values through what you do. So we're not, we're not doing all that to be a football coach. Right. We're actually, that's just the way I deliver, and we deliver those messages. It's just the, so the principles are in you. You believe in them. You just use your sport, your exactly job, right. My job, as a way to transfer the principles through people yeah. and life. If not, who are we? Yeah. And I think you can do it tastefully and appropriately no matter what line of work you're in. Powerful. And, and if, if we don't, then why, what are we doing? on this earth, in my opinion. So is that the advice you give parents? What do you yeah. say to parents? Like, if you're going to go talk to a bunch of parents, what what are we missing? I think what we're missing is the, the disproportionate value placed on a, accomplishment through sport or accomplishment through a piano recital yeah, or accomplishment or through, mm-hmm. um, and this comparative nature of um, which school we get into, whether it's this or that, and and the life experiences that are happening to, to um, really teach self-reliance in our children for them to take chances based on their priorities and encourage and support and teach. And then let, rather than living vicarious through them, really nurture and help them become who they are anxious to become. Yeah. And, and it's very competitive out there. And just through the world of Little League sports and watching my kids now, um, none of my sports are playing football. We haven't allowed them to. Yeah. Um, 
basically for the, the framework of who are they first. Identity. Find their, per- find their identity. And most parents, when they see my, my kids or vice versa, we ask them, what do you like to do? We yeah, don't ask yeah. them who they are. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and, you know, what, what, you what qualities, what, you know, tell me about yourself. It's usually what do you do? Uh-huh, exactly. Like that's going to define you. Yeah. And I'm I don't like butcher. you. Yeah, I'm a doctor. Yeah. I'm a... What does that mean? Nothing. Unless you've stereotyped yeah. a coach means this. Or... Well, yeah, yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah. I'm a son. I'm a, I'm a husband. Yeah. And then even that, those are even just roles. I, I'm, I'm, a, a... I'm a lifelong learner. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm, I'm uh, someone here to serve. I'm, I'm hardworking. Dis- exactly right. I'm service-oriented. Exactly right. And, and all of a sudden, those labels, if that's what we call them, start making a lot more sense and are more descriptive than um, I'm a butcher or I'm a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of lawyer? What really? What kind of person are you? Yeah, would be a better question other than what. You, what do you do? I love that. Um, have you heard about all the guys today in the news that are in trouble? All the football players, yeah. pro, that are all murders, yeah. all that stuff. What do you tell? Um, oh, she's back. Nice. Hey, Holly, are you back? <laughs> I'm back. I don't know what happened, but I lost. The, the ratings went down while the you were rating, gone. They're like, happened. okay, boring. Get the good one yeah, back. That's exactly right. I'll be quiet now. Get and... the good men in Hall back. Okay, I'm going to ask Bronco this question, but then I want you. I, I've got a killer question for you, Holly. That we and you missed some really okay. good stuff, Bronco. I don't know if you know this, but he kind of likes you. He likes you a well, lot. Like hey, send him a letter if you like him. Send Bronco a letter. Um, okay, so Bronco, here's the question: What? Do you tell your guys on your team and your sons when when you see them being less than you know they're called to be? Yeah. Just even as a son of God, yeah. what is what do you say to kind of reinvigorate them to know who they are at the core? <laughs> if you ask my son Breaker or any of them, what when anytime he goes off to an activity or a game, they'll say, "Okay, now tell me what you're going to do." First, he'll say, "Try hard." Um, then he'll say, "Have fun," and okay. then he'll say, "Learn." Um, and by the way, principle, yeah. principle, principle, yeah. and the outcome has nothing to do with it. It is try the very best you can try. Be all you can be. Have Army. a great time while you do it, and then tell me what you've learned because that's the only reason for activities. Yeah, why else are we doing mm-hmm. it? And again, it goes. It all is back to principle. Mm-hmm. That's having a philosophy is essential. Otherwise, well, we're just other, moving. Yeah. Otherwise, cogs. you have no right. framework for your yeah. decisions. Okay, Holly, you ready? I got a yeah, question right. for you. And this is what I was asking you before you hung up in such a rude way. <laughs> uh, just kidding. So, Holly, um, what do we – okay, what do we not know about Bronco Mendenhall? Something that you know. Don't embarrass him, but you can if you want. <laughs> but what, what do you know that the rest of us don't know, the media doesn't cover, or if they do, they don't get it? That you are so oh, grateful. That, by the way, that's the exact oh, same thing oh. he said about you. That's an easy one. And then, really? he, okay, so what is it? What is it? Well, I think Bronco is an introvert and an extrovert's job, and he has said that before. Yeah, that's true. But Bronco is really a great. He's very. He's fun. He's fun to be around. But he doesn't have this. Um, this where he, you feel comfortable walking up to him and hanging out with him and <laughs> wanting to be his buddy. You know, he's not that approachable. He's not someone that you can He's scary. You know, uh, <laughs> but when when if when it's just us and it's the family, he's terrific. He's he's fun to be around. He's engaging. He wants to do things all the time. Yeah. He's um, you know, he's uh, he's he's not he's not a regular person because I don't like saying oh he's a regular human. He's being. just a regular but guy. Yeah. But but really, I mean, he's he's uh, he's normal. You know, when you're in the public eye, you have to protect yourself a little bit anyway. No, totally. So it's not like you want to let 
let anybody into everything, but um, he's, we, we just, we love it when he's around. I mean, when he comes in the door, the boys are like, ah, dad, you know? Yeah. yeah, and they just start, you know, giving him 5,500 stories about what happened <laughs> in their day today and how they did this and how they did that. And I just, I love that because he's a fantastic father. That's cool. To them. He's, an, he's, he's an excellent example just in the way that he lives, you know? Yeah. But, um, but Bronco is an amazing human being. I mean, aside from, he's, an ex- he's a spiritual giant in that sense. Yeah. Kind of a core. But he, um, and he always loves to be doing things. He doesn't just want to plunk down and just, you know, let, let time pass by. Does he eat them. Cheetos? Has Bronco had a Cheeto <laughs> in the last year? Well, the last year, holy cow, he's been pretty intense with his nutritionist. Has he? Okay, so he's been kind of ruined yeah, that. Is, it, is this a time for a confession? For you have a confession? What is it, Bronco? <laughs> so I, I do go to Subway frequently and Jimmy John's, sub, any uh-huh. healthy. Um, but if I were to choose my favorite bag of chips with yeah. uh, my sandwich, which was yesterday, Cheetos. 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 Yeah. That's my so favorite, you, Bronco. Your, 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 your intuition is pretty amazing. I love that. I can see the orange fingertips. What did you say, Holly? Crunchy kind, not the puffy ones. The crunchy ones. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I don't like the pu- the puffier for sissies. Yeah, I don't know if you've I, I, noticed. I, I, that. If you're gonna go, go, go hard. <laughs> you're gonna go. You're gonna die. Yeah. Die for real. Die, die quickly. Eliminate some some teeth while you go. Die crunchy. <laughs> well, let's ask you one more question. We'll let you guys go. But um, and I so appreciate. I mean, this is honestly, I think, ten times more valuable than hearing about your plan this year for BYU football. You know, if if I could have had a whole day oh, of this, real, this would have been a lot honestly. more fun. Well, what did you say, Holly? I said it's more real. It's totally you know? more real. I mean, well, and the people yeah. out there need to know that, you know, you're real. Not just you're real, but life is the same for you as it is for the rest of us. And okay. Sometimes it's just a battle. Yeah. Okay. It is Sorry. a battle. Here's what I want to kind of know. And um, you're, you're a mom, dad, husband, wife. You're all of these things. You're, you're kind of you're spiritually oriented. You're trying to be the best you can be. You're not perfect. You're willing to learn and grow. What what what's your one thing? So if you had one thing on earth to tell people that has just brought you peace, not perfection, peace. What's the one thing that you're holding as your kind of grand lesson in life now that would just bring your other people out there listening more peace? Is, is this uh, is it for me first? Yeah, you because yeah, we want Holly to wrap it up because <laughs> yeah, she in keeps case the ratings I mess it up. up then yeah, she can, exactly. yeah, that's good. You can finish strong. She can clean it up. <laughs> that, that's our, how our life works too. By the way, it, it, it's pretty easy for me. Um, the one thing has been accumulated over the past eight years with all the visibility, with all the pressure, and with all not only those that praise me disproportionately, but <laughs> criticize disproportionately yeah. based on whether leather crosses a line. Um, this life is not about pleasing others. It's about pleasing our Father in heaven and the sense of peace that comes in aligning your will with his for the sake of helping other people is the only source of real happiness. And this idea of seeking praise from the world, um, it's not lasting, nor is it substantive, um, nor does it go deep enough. Powerful. Okay, Holly, try to beat that. Ratings are on the line, by the way. No competition. Because honestly, I mean, for me, it's totally different. I'm looking at all the multitasking I'm doing. But when I think of like young women and someone like me, I think it's just, it's really loving yourself and accepting who you are and what you have. Because Mm. we spend so much of our time competing with others, comparing ourselves to others, looking to one-up everyone else. And 
feeding the Joneses, so to speak. And really, if you can find true happiness in what you have and realize that what you've been given and what you've been blessed with is by design. Your Father in Heaven has given, our Father in Heaven has given each, of us, each one of us our own unique set of everything. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be what Jane down the street has or Bill across the, across the way. You know, everyone has their garbage and everyone has their stuff. And so kind of just getting into ourselves and realizing what we have and what we can do with what we have, if we truly love ourselves and are passionate about what we've been given, we can do amazing things and can be very empowering and powerful if we get away from all the negative comparing. And, and women are you know, oh, yeah. good at that. Um, comparing and the jealousy and competing and all of those things that really are just are not good. But if we can love ourselves, be grateful for what we have, and then we can be we can move mountains if we if we could um, do that. I love it, Holly Mendenhall. She did it, didn't she? It, it ought to be her show. I think it really don't. By the way, maybe I, she could oh, be yeah. a weekly Let's guest. Let's have her on. I, I would. Lo- we last year we had Kafusi, uh, Michelle Kafusi yeah. on, and we had some of the other players' wives. So yeah. anytime you guys want, seriously, the, I would love to just have you keep teaching us. So I know the football season's busy. Off season, we'll do it. Holly, you're the best. Yeah, we might have a different interview, different times of year. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'd, I'd, I'd really love to see you guys out yeah, of season. If you got us in season, that'd be interesting to see that what that sounds like. You guys, I can't stand her. Get off my back. She's such a knack. He's so lazy. All he eats is Cheetos. Holly and Bronco Mendenhall, we love you. And um, you. seriously, you. more importantly, good, good luck in keeping the mission going. Um, changing the world and uh, again you everyone can go and help contribute to uh holly and bronco mendenhall foundation that way they can keep that mission and dream alive as well just go to bronco mendenhall.com we're going to take a break we'll be back wrap up the show i don't know how we beat the mendenhalls but uh we'll just tie it all together this is the matt townsend show you're listening to byu radio Like BYU Radio on Facebook for updates on our shows, Cougar Sports, and more. Once you're there, you can connect with our hosts, producers, and other BYU Radio listeners. Plus, if you have any requests, suggestions, or questions, just ask us on our Facebook page. We love to hear from you. So like BYU Radio on Facebook. Books, geography, art, media literacy. Dean Duncan will cover it all from his unique perspective. How do you feel about it's a mad, 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 mad world? Oh, I love it's a mad, 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 mad world. Should a comedy be 180 minutes? Uh, yes, especially that especially that one. Because as a cultural historian, it is a cultural cornucopia. This Will Take a While airs weekdays at 4 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. It's time to talk. And Kim Power Stilson knows just what to talk about. Ten mind, body, spirit steps to fight fatigue and feel your best. Or maybe what it's like to be um, demolition derby drivers. You could even learn what is it really like in prison and how do you survive. Kim seeks out only the most interesting people to chat with. So join us Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern for her show, Talk Worthy, right here on Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. Take a look at the world through the eyes of folk artist Eric Dowdle. What do you think is an artist about that flag? It's the coolest flag. Now, it's the longest painting flag, because I'll be like, oh, i got to do another Maryland flag. They take a long time to paint, but it is a cool flag. Now, it's a cool explain why. 
Well, the colors are just, they're great. Black and yellow with red and white. I mean, that's dynamic. Tune in to Traveling with Eric Dowdle weekdays at 9 p.m. Eastern here on BYU Radio. Talk about good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. It's uh, BYU Football Media Day today down here uh, at the uh, Broadcasting Center, and I just got to interview the man, the myth, the legend, Bronco Mendenhall, and Holly Mendenhall. Such a great interview. I love a coach that ha- that gets it. I mean, and he's not one, and Ben's our sports director at BYU Radio. And so Ben Wagner's joining us. But he's not just saying it that. He's not just blowing smoke. That's really – football's fifth. Yeah. You know, uh, it's it's actually really interesting. I was talking with Kyle Van Noy earlier uh-huh. today who is uh, – An inside course, linebacker, is he? Uh, outside outside linebacker, linebacker for BYU. Yep. Star Came back this season actually after – could have gone, gone into pro. the NFL yeah. last year. Decided to come back and play one more season here at BYU. And uh, he, he was talking with all the media guys. And someone there asked him, uh, you know, part about – Kyle Van Noy had kind of a t- he had kind of a tough life, and everyone knows he kind of turned his life around yeah. a little bit here at BYU. I mean, it's not it's not a secret. And someone asked him why BYU was instrumental in doing that, and he said, "I didn't like the person that I was, and this was a place for me to change." And mm. Coach Mendenhall was a big part of that, and Huge. his philosophy, tradition, spirit, honor, uh, sort of putting putting all those other things, God and family and faith, yeah. putting all those things first, has really changed. It does change people's lives, and you can win. I mean, he kept saying, putting the, getting the leather ball across the line. I mean, that's not it. The principles are what matter. But th- there's another coaching legend that uh, that has followed that you know has followed a very similar principled past. Yeah, we were talking yesterday about John Wooden, uh, the you know great coach at UCLA yeah. who won numerous national championships. I think UCLA that team still has the record for most wins ever. Yeah, uh, in how a many? Row. Tur- like he won so many championships. Uh, you know, I don't even know off the top of my head. Yeah. It's something like more than it, you know, anyone. it's in the double digits. Yeah. So you know, won um, dominated several decades of college basketball, and uh, I knew this story about him that he he actually him and his wife were very close. Um, they met and were married, and, and she died actually several decades before he did. Oh. He's passed away now, but um, wh- when they met or after she died, he had uh, two rituals that he would do. Is one he would go. Uh, every 21st of the month to her gravesite and then write her a love letter. Oh, really? While he was there and then take that letter and he had them all bound together in a, st- in a stack and he put them on her pillow every night when they. One a month. Well, yeah. Since her death. Since she died. And for several decades. I mean, he, Two, she died quite. 20 years. Yeah, quite some time. A lot of letters. And she put, he would put those, those, those letters on her pillow that, you know, was next to him, obviously, in the bed they'd slept in their whole life together. And, uh, which I think is really beautiful. Uh, but he made even more. Impressive when they named at Poly Pavilion where yeah. UCLA plays. Yeah, yeah. When they named the court, they wanted to name it the John and Nell, which her name was Nell uh, Court at Poly Pavilion. And he wanted he made them flip it around to be the Nell and John, John. Wooden Court at Poly Pavilion because he said How her cool name should come first. And I think you saw Bronco yeah. is in a similar vein with with Holly. You could see just how much he even deferred to her in the interview. Oh, yeah. I mean, she she was really kind of taking over and taking charge, and which was great. It was fantastic. Well, and if you could have, if you could sit here and watch him. He's just happy when she's talking. Like it's like he just enjoyed. Oh, I wonder what she's going to say. Because um, this has got to be a stressful day. 
And he, I mean, then add on top of it, he signed his contract for three year extension. Um, they just announced U.S. They're going to USC for three game back and forth. And if, and if you want to see, uh, we got a picture actually of Bronco when she was talking when you said that oh, about you? about how she how he kind of lights yeah, up when where, she talks. Where can they find it? They can find it on Twitter at BYU Radio. Scroll through oh, there, you can find that. I love it, and I love the principle behind it. Um, I think he hit it in the end. You know, he's so he just had a multi million, I don't even know the details, but a multi million dollar extension. So he's worth a lot. He's um, got kind of the top notch job, huge winning percentages. He's young. He's probably 47, 48, 49. He's young. Um, and it does, it's not the point. Point is family, family first, faith second, um, education third. What was the next one? Um, friends, and then football. Now, can you prioritize your job fifth? That's a big deal. And I think if he put it all together, he'd pri- say he prioritizes the principles first and the principle of, of faith and family, or, or family is first and faith is second. So we so appreciate him. Great lesson. And to Holly, it's also, I think it takes a special woman to handle a special guy like that. Because she's got to stand on her own. She's, and she's tough. She's a tough cook. Like You could see that she could put him in his place. Well, there is that, you know, there's that whole saying, behind every great man is a great woman, right? Yeah. And, uh, and you can definitely see that. With, yeah. He's got a great coaching record, won a lot of bowl games, but also, obviously, great marriage. Yeah. So we hope it's inspired you. Um, and we hope it's also inspired you as to just how to see your kids. I also just couldn't get enough of the idea that we have to see our kids as individuals, individual entities, not just extensions of ourself. His children are ju- not just Mendenhalls. They're not just, you know, future football stars. That has got to be such a frustrating question. Are you going to play football? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but he also made a point to make sure he found the heart of what his children loved, their passion, and then as a parent, just like as any good coach. We're going to go connect to that. Thanks again for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. Another great show tomorrow. Remember, our goal on the show is to let you see the good in the world. That is the purpose of BYU Radio and BYU Broadcasting. We think we uh, nailed it today. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back. This is the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.